Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Smart Home Collective. Today I am delighted to be joined by Tom Davies, CEO of Fluss. And you may be asking yourself, who is Fluss? Well, Fluss turns your phone into a key that can open your garage, your gate, your door, or even the parking at your office. It controls who has access to your property without handing out keys or remotes. Tom, how are you doing? Great, Lee. Thanks for having me on. Hi to your listeners. I'm just glad you didn't say what the Fluss is Fluss. <laughs> Do you know what? I probably should have started with that statement. That's quite good. <laughs> it just came to me now. <laughs> yeah. What the fuss is fuss? I'm going to pinch that as the title of this podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. It'll be good. <laughs> so it'd be good to, to start, whether or not the listeners are, are aware of what Fluss do and who you are, it'd be good just to give an overview of, of the Fluss product and, and the service you guys are providing. Absolutely. So, so Fluss is a smart home IoT device. It's uh, very small. I'm holding one of them in my hand. Um, we manufacture it here in South Africa. Well, we assemble it here. A lot of the parts come from all over the world. Um, it's got three wires and can plug into any existing uh, automatic garage, um, a gate, uh, even strike lock, mag lock doors, uh, parking barriers, any one of those. And then allows you to use the Plus app to open and um, close, obviously, and give access to um, friends and family, specifying access times. And um, you can view the logs of when they've been in um, and out. Um, it's it was designed for use at home, but is but also for use at offices and residential complexes and housing estates. So if they, you have one plus device and hundreds of users, then all of them can um, gain access on their phone, easily revoke access if uh, if you don't want your mother-in-law to visit you anymore. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, in a nutshell, that's plus. And it's quite an easy retrofit device, is it then? Yeah, absolutely. We haven't come across a device we can't fit it to. Sometimes the wiring's a bit of a rat's nest if there are lots of other um, connections, you know, keypads or um, uh, loops or um, remote controls. Um, but, but generally, plugs into anything. And essentially, it's just a switch. But yeah. the app itself is is um, aimed at access control, so sharing access. And, uh, and is it mainly magnetic locks that it would open? In South Africa? In South Africa, the, the market that we first target, um, most uh, houses or freestanding homes have their own automatic gates or garages. Um, obviously, we've had a bit of crime and lots of houses have walls around them and gates. So this, um, I would say 80% of our use is on, on gates at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And generally, is it, is it Zigbee? So I noticed on the, I'm looking at your brochure at the moment, actually, uh, and the frequency is 2.4 to 2.5. Is it Zigbee? How does so it and what were the app? It, it's actually a Bluetooth. Um, yep. It's based on the, the remarkable ESP32 board, which is very Love versatile. Those. Yep. They, they are great. Um, and so it has a Wi Fi antenna on board, and, um, but we're not using the Wi Fi at all at the moment. Um, we may, may introduce it in the future, but for now, it's purely Bluetooth. And the reason for that is, um, again, in the South African context, Wi Fi uh, generally doesn't reach to the extent of the perimeter of the property. So at the gate, there's very limited Wi Fi signal. So to use a system that's Wi-Fi based um, makes it complicated for South Africans. And the second reason is a lot of these IT um, platforms, uh, home, smart home platforms, um, their servers don't extend all the way to South Africa. So there's a very big lag between the request for access and, and opening up the gate. Um, whereas with Bluetooth, um, once you establish a connection, opening it is instantaneous. 
pretty much. That, that was one of the things that I really liked when I, when I started kind of looking into the product is it doesn't need a hub. Yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because nowadays hubs seems to be the, the way forward for a lot of uh, a lot of manufacturers. There seems to be, if you have a product, you need the supporting hub to go with it. And then you end up with 30 hubs around your house because you have different products everywhere. And that's, Correct. Yeah. No, that's definitely not what we're aiming for and uh, something we, we hope to get get rid of, move away from hubs completely. Fantastic. So in, in terms of, it's, it's Bluetooth-based, it works with the phone. So do you need to, if you don't have a signal, you're, you're, you're off, say, for example, you've, you've lost uh, connectivity to your phone. Does it still work? So uh, it, uh, you don't need mobile connectivity because um, you're storing the, the token or the secret key on your phone to open the gate. So once you've done, received access and invitation, um, to it, you don't need to have mobile connectivity or data or even Wi-Fi um, to be able to use the Bluetooth. Obviously, your Bluetooth uh, has to be on, um, and that's it. And again, in the South African context, um, a lot of the time there's no cell phone reception either, um, or people run out of data. Or we have something that's called load shedding, which is basically rolling blackouts in the country because we've had some issues with our power um, utility company, um, and all of those things plus addresses as opposed to the the other. The smart uh, garage openers and gate openers. That's, that's really good. Can you? That's one thing I was wondering. Is it easy to install yourself, or do you need a, a contractor to come out and? It's very easy. It's three wires. So um, the instructions are for for most of the major manufacturers of gates are, are available um, quite easily. Um, the South Africans are notoriously hands off. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> when it, there's a lot of my listeners are very notorious hands on. They, they like to tinker. Yeah. So. So your listeners would be 100% fine with installing it. It's normally a two-minute installation, so really no, no challenges. Fantastic. The origins then? So you're, the, origins. you're the founder and CEO. How did, what was the journey to, to get into where you are now? Well, I, I, I bet you could have guessed it started in a pub. <laughs> <laughs> like most things. A mate of mine actually and I had a discussion about um, – paying for parking or using an app. At that stage, we were very frustrated with the, the status of staying in the queue, finding change and paying. And we tried to develop our own um, paid for parking app. Um, and that was a bit of a failure, turned out for, for numerous reasons. Um, but we had been playing around with the tech. Um, I, we modified it a bit and realized that we could use it to open up the gate for our offices um, and solve the problem that we had with remotes. So I then decided forget the parking and I started Plus, um, and with a few colleagues, and we used it at our offices. And when um, people came for meetings and so on, we'd give them access, and they were very impressed. And we realized that many people had a need for this. And then uh, we've been prototyping it for the last year, or almost two years, um, trying to perfect it, make sure that we iron out all the issues with connectivity and which which um, network to use, or is it be your Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, um, and and then Plus was born. And now we okay. are getting our ducks in a row to to take over the market. So, what's your background? Are you a, a kind of are you an electronic engineer by trade? Are you how, how do you how do you suddenly think well, I'm going to pick up an ES32 and go to market <laughs> and go to market with with this device? Uh, so, I've um, studied electrical engineering, um, but have been running a soft, a small, very small software development company for a while. That did software consulting and a little bit of electronic development, um, and then at home at a bit of a tinkerer. Um, so we've always played around with the electronics and then we started getting into more of the commercial side of electronics and um, and now launched Plus and this is my, our first uh, product that we're actually taking to market uh, uh, commercial. Yeah, yeah great. So, when, so when, when did it officially then 
I would always say the word go live. When did it officially become a kind of a mass availability? Uh, it's only been in the last uh, few months that we've started oh, wow. selling to the public. Yeah, so it's 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 an open beta at the moment, but mm-hmm. um, soon uh, we, we hope to um, ramp up the PR and the marketing um, soon. Um, we're continually ramping it up, and we're hoping to to start mass producing um, or mass selling prices very quickly. Has there been much much demand right now? Or do you find you're, you're very much in the early early stages? We're quite in the early stages. There's a lot of demand, a lot of excitement, but I think the, this, um, South Africa uh, hasn't adopted the smart home culture as fast as the rest of the world, and South Africa is where we focus on just purely um, because we're here now. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have world domination in our <laughs> sites, but <laughs> it might take a while to get there. So at, at the moment, then, if somebody was going to who's not from South Africa, could they order it, or is that you doing international shipping yet? Is that too early? It's, it's a bit early for it. Um, uh, I, if, if they wanted to get help, they could drop me an email. I could, we can arrange a prototype, perhaps, sure. or something. There's just some compliance that we have to, uh, some compliance boxes we have to tick for, for certain markets. So um, we're getting there slowly. But, good. But soon. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. The, the price point, I was actually amazed how, how how nice the price point was. I think when, when I saw what, what, what it can do in it's eight hundred ninety nine rand, which from for me the, the equivalent is about forty four <laughs> pounds. Is that right? Yeah, might, might, might be even less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but around the forty pound price mark, or do you know? I probably should do the equivalent for for US. So American listeners, apologies. I'm not going to do the conversion. <laughs> but for a, a forty to forty five pound device that can do that with no hub, <laughs> <laughs> I think the price point is is, is fantastic. Really, really good. How how did you find? Getting the right balance between what was what was palatable for consumers. Well, I mean, to be honest, I would love to give Plus away for free. Um, I think I think that our world domination plans are, are around, more around providing a great service um, uh, that that adds value to um, customers rather than set, making uh, a massive margin of the hardware. But obviously, we have costs and we have to cover them. So this is the balance that we found between the, the cost of the device and manufacturing and shipping and all um, the, the marketing that goes around with it um, and something that consumers are willing to stomach. Yeah, no, so. I, yeah. When, you, when you think of it nowadays, the, the price of smart door locks can be anywhere from got a 200 British pounds plus. So it, the, the thought... And then you need do, the hub. And then you need the hub to go with it. <laughs> yeah. So the thought of being able to, to retrofit something to open gates and doors for the sake of for what the price is, is I'm, I'm amazed at the price. And that's one of the reasons I, I wanted to speak to you, Tom, because I think the, the product seems exciting. The price point seems exciting. I'm just hoping that South African border is broken down. You can start doing international shipping. Definitely. And we'll, we will get this soon. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to send you a future tryout. Fantastic. So the name... So, what the floss is floss is, is, is quite apt. Where, where did the name come from? Uh, I've worked with a few startups in my life, and the hardest part is always finding the name. Um, yeah. But so, someone actually came up to us and said, What about the German Fluss, which means flow, which is actually uh, quite an apt title, both for the flow of electrons and the flow of people in and out. So, we checked for the, the domain that com was taken, but the .io was available. So, that's it. We're going for it. So uh, is it pronounced flus, a, flus then and not flus? No, we say flus. Uh, we, we gave okay. up on trying to convince people that it's flus. <laughs> so I'm just scanning through some of my notes here. 
Yeah. Okay, so at the moment then, just to, to recap, relatively new to market. It's, it's, it's a great kind of Bluetooth, Bluetooth connectivity with the phone. What's next? Is it really looking for that? First of all, getting broader adoption within South Africa and then thinking, right, going beyond? Absolutely. So the idea is just to, to um, get people using it, get the Plus app installed on people's phones. Um, uh, and then growing growing our market share. Um, and then we're hoping to identify the next suite of products or product that um, smart home, that isn't adapted for the South African context perhaps or, mm-hmm. or where the other uh, competitors fall short. Because um, we think that there's an opportunity uh, for Bluetooth-based um, smart home devices rather than Wi-Fi or Zigbee, although those are great technologies, just they're not, not useful in all the cases. Um, and then essentially we want to um, create a platform that people can use um, independent. That, that the long-term goal is to be independent of the hardware. So yeah. um, to, to allow and be pretty much hardware agnostic, allow people to open and close, have access to or share access with, with others um, rather and not worry about having a particular device or a particular hub or a particular um, ecosystem. Um, that's the goal. That's the goal. And so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go beyond just the, this, the current, or the plan is to go beyond just the current device and to develop almost a, a portfolio of flush devices. Uh, absolutely. Um, that's our plan. Um, what happens in the future, well, time will tell. <laughs> but um, we, ho- we hope to have many products out there and uh, more importantly, a great platform. Great. Is it, given that it is Bluetooth, is it cloud dependent? Can it be controlled locally or do you need that, 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 that cloud relationship with the app? At the moment, there's a cloud relationship with the app. Um, we're exploring um, many different options and different um, security models around it because mm-hmm. um, in certain instances, it makes sense to have it cloud-based uh, so that we don't, if you know, devices go missing and there's no, there's no long key recovery process. Um, but in other instances, with for high security environments, then we want to make sure that there's no, there's, uh, you know, only the, the private keys kept with the individual. Yeah. Interesting. That's really good. So I'm hoping I do have another question, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wait because I'm hoping the next question will, will lead on to that. So you've obviously you've you've created this great product. You've now created a, a fantastic company which is promoting this. What does your smart home look like? And I would be remiss not to say I'm expecting big things, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> to, to launch an ISP32 based device. Go on, <laughs> go on. What have you got? What, what are you want? What's running? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure if you ever heard the expression. Um, the plumber's pipes always leaking. Yes. <laughs> so that's my home. <laughs> I think I have the biggest mix of IoT device, uh, smart home devices, from Echoes to um, HomePods, HomePod Minis. Um, I've got August locks. I've got um, Meros gate controllers. <laughs> I've got Sonoflight systems. Uh, I've got a, a home bridge that that falls over every now and again, so I have to uh, reboot it. Um, I, I do have an automatic sprinkler system from Wise. Um, I have built a, a jacuzzi temperature controller for our jacuzzi at one stage, but we're lucky enough to have a spa in the back. Um, but it never works when I want to show anyone anything. And my <laughs> wife <laughs> hates the fact that the kids can turn their lights on and off from <laughs> by shouting, hey, Siri, turn the light. I think Siri just switched on. <laughs> Siri switched on. <laughs> so, so it's a bit of a mix. Bit of a hodgepodge, and it's part of the, the problem that I think needs to be solved. Is that um, these devices and ecosystems need to work better together? Um, 
I'm very excited about some you know matter that's trying to do that in a way with a thread um, yeah. and a whole bunch of other. Um, but as soon, as soon as all these ecosystems can talk nicely to one another, I think it will. My wife won't be so frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that, that was really it's a good segue actually to the question I had was a lot of the, the listeners use Home Assistant. Yes. Home Assistant obviously tries to bring a lot, lot together. And is there any consideration at the moment to, to opening Fluss up to, to allow integration into other ecosystems to, to can you be, be increase interruptibility? Absolutely. So we we haven't uh, the current version of the the app doesn't allow it or the device. Um, we are working very hard on that. Um, it hasn't been our priority because, the, as I said, in South Africa, the, the smart home adoption has been a bit uh, or has lagged a bit. Um, the rest of the world, so there are not many people with um, a home assistant uh, or, or a home kit or anything operating. So we're focused on getting adoption of Flux, and then we're going to roll out the features. But our, our philosophy is open up to everything. Great, um, oh, fantastic, yeah. excellent. As I'm just scrolling here. So next, then it's really just let's get let's let's hit that South African market. Let's dominate, and then look for international <laughs> international domination. World domination. Please don't tell everyone <laughs> our plans. <laughs> so, for the listeners, if you do live in South Africa, head over to flus.io. That's f l u s s io. Check it out. It is eight nine nine rand at the moment, only shipping to South African market. But I think, given what I've seen, Tom. And I hope even the other listeners, even if you don't live in South Africa, please head over to that website, check it out, because it's a really quite exciting product. And please drop me a mail if you if you don't live in South Africa and you're interested, we um, can see what we can arrange. Fantastic. Anything else, Tom, before we wrap up? No, no further questions for myself. Um, what's, what's your plan for the Smart Home um, podcast, collective podcast? So at the moment, so yeah, this this is a, this is a, a good question. This is the first of I'm hoping many uh, conversations with some uh, some product manufacturers. So you're the inaugural inaugural one. So, <laughs> so the hope is to, to get far more. At the moment, we, we bring on numerous hosts from other content creators, YouTubers, bloggers. Uh, I then run a weekly uh, smaller segment called the Minis, where it's just myself rambling of what I've seen in the week. And then this is the third segment where it's really getting uh, individuals like yourself to to come on and have a, a talk about products. So. It's uh, yeah, quite exciting, and I think with, with so much going on right now within the smart home space, especially with matter, and I've been my listeners are probably rolling their eyes now with, with, with <laughs> talk about matter. It's coming. It's going to be the next big thing. We are at the end of what I believe is the current cycle of smart home. Uh, matter is going to be the next uh, cycle. So uh, yeah, I think it's only going to grow. Fantastic. Well, best of luck, and I hope I'm back on here with more products soon. I hope so. Yeah, and for the listeners, me and Tom will keep in touch to any any updates with uh, with product development, with uh, Shipping International. We'll certainly keep you updated. Brilliant. Perfect. So just a reminder, guys, head over to flus.io and check out uh, Flus and what it does. Great, Tom. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, Lee. I really Cheers. appreciate it. No, thanks very much. Cheers then. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when my newest conversation comes out. And if you've got any suggestions for guests that you want me to interview, please feel free to find me on Twitter at the SH Collective.